Welcome back, Bantermites. We are so, so happy to kind of see you once again. I don't know why we always say that, because we can't actually see you, but it's fine. Today, Perry and I have made the executive decision of who the actors should be in certain movies, because we obviously know the best choices. Um, we know No Bounds. We're doing Disney and DreamWorks, and really, they're movies that we've hyped up before, and what's another opportunity for us to hype them up again? So buckle up, see you on the other side of the intro, and we're going to have a great time. What's up, fam? We're back again. Episode number 37, Wes. That's insane. Do you believe that? 37. That's so much... That's so much of our lives. It's it's incredible, really. Like, if, Wes, if we averaged for our 37 episodes we released after this one's released, we mm-hmm. averaged about an hour 20 per, then we're right pretty much at 50 hours of content that we have recorded that's for our feature-length episodes. That's more than two days of our lives. That's pretty pretty impressive, uh, pretty awesome. And then we've got six BMCs out there as well that are about 25, 30 minutes uh so we've done some work in the past year Wes. we've we've come a long way from is that it work from that first episode no it's is fun. It work? it's play it's, it's a hobby it's play it's just us talking about stuff and we happen to have mics in front of our face and some people are silly enough to listen to us <laughs> but it's been a good ride man we're basically like this is your last episode for a while. For a little while. I might do we'll be, one. We or, will be back. Let's make sure everyone right, knows. We right. will be back. I might do one or two during the summer without him. We'll see. I don't know what it's going to look like. But we'll, we'll be back in August making some more consistent content for you guys as well. But it'll basically be the one year mark once we get back of us of this podcast. So it's been a lot of fun. Hopefully we can keep doing this for many more years. We, I don't know. I can't believe we haven't gotten tired of each other yet. <laughs> That's true. What's the what's the thing they used to always say before like PBS kids shows? Like this program was made Pro- possible. Uh by... this program brought to you in part by viewers like you. Yep. <laughs> um so that's how we're feeling is this show brought to you in part by listeners like you. <laughs> we're smiling very cheesily right at you, we love you through the microphone. Yes. <laughs> All right, Wes, we've got a fun episode today that you pretty much planned up. Yeah. So explain a little bit. Well, last on our last episode, we kind of just started talking about our dream cast of Hercules off cuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were kind of like, why don't we just do this as an actual thing? So yeah. we put, I think, was it six movies, I think? I mean, yeah. There's six of them. Six don't, animated don't, movies. Don't spoil them yet. I want six animated movies. And since Disney has been on the kick the last few years of doing live-action remakes, we dreamcasted our live-action remakes, whether True. they happen or not. True. Well, before we get into that, I think we should do a Perryism. Oh, man. It's been a while. I, I hope I haven't exhausted all of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've definitely said a lot more Perryism-worthy things, but nobody's been writing them down. Okay, okay. Um, if I can't make babies, why am I marrying her? <laughs> <laughs> Was it? Oh, okay. Let me explain that one. I think I remember this conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think this was like a conversation that the boys were having late one night. 
let me clarify. I'm not engaged. I'm not married. Not even close. Not even close. So, ladies, if you're interested, you know. <laughs> but but that's not the point. So, this conversation was... Was it me and you and 2K, maybe, and some other boys? Or were you were you part of this conversation? Or was this a Ben and, ben and David conversation? This is, a ben and, this is in the Ben and David stash. Okay. Ben and David conversation with my roommates. And, and we were ta- chatting about, like, some, like, essentials of, like, wifeable women. Oh, like... Like deal breakers? Yeah, like deal breakers. And I think one of the questions came up of like, if your wife couldn't have kids, would like you found that out um, like on the first or second date, you found out the girl couldn't have kids or something like that. Would you end the relationship or would you still like go through uh, with it or something like that? And it was it was the joke of like, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to sound... <gasps> um heartless obviously but i made a joke of like if I, if she can't make me babies why would i marry her <laughs> something Ow. like that yeah i mean yeah. i i understand the importance to you but, but like maybe your wording was off but it's fine I, it was it was late night it was a joke late, i'm not i'm not that heartless um so <laughs> i thought it was funny at the well, time you love to see it <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, that made me blush a little bit, but uh, we'll leave it in the episode. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> so good good stuff. We haven't had a periism in here for a while. I don't remember when the last periism was. Somebody somebody who's maybe listened to that episode recently, let us know on Insta when our last periism was, what episode mm-hmm. that was. But, Wes. Yes. We have a feature presentation to go into of, of mm-hmm. fan casting in just a second but i have a surprise for you for me for you you thought what? you did all the planning for this episode however that's what i was told to do yeah well since we rank a lot of things on this show wes mm-hmm. and this is this is your send-off episode for before our hiatus and then you come back mm-hmm. i want you to rank a few things that i think you're passionate about for the audience so okay we've got a few different lists of things for you to rank okay i want you to explain with as much passion and authority as you can okay you ready i mean i guess i am all right rank these types of donuts glazed chocolate covered cream filled sprinkles and twisty cinnamon whatever that one's called okay so cream filled is last i don't like them (laughs) good good we're on the same page so far um I would say sprinkles would be second to last, just because like I don't need it. Interesting. To, like to like have a good donut, they're fine, but like they don't make a difference for me if they're on there or not. Okay. Um, I would do cinnamon twisty number three. There is that. Um, is that the official the technical term for it? It is right now. Cinnamon twisty. Cinnamon twisty. Okay. Um, cinny twisty. It's fun. It's always a good fallback whenever the donut you want, you actually want, has been taken. It's true. Those are the ones that are left at the bottom of the box. Mm-hmm. Well, but yeah. but you still like them, though. But they're still you know? good. Like, it's still a donut. Right. A donut yeah. is still better than, like, a bagel. Yeah. Um, and then number two would be your traditional glazed. You gotta love a good glazed donut, especially a hot one from Krispy Kreme. Mmm. The and Krispy then and the number dough. one for me is the chocolate covered. Wes, I don't care if they can't spell Krispy or Kreme right. They're doing some good work. Mm-hmm. At, at the old Krispy Kreme. Exactly. Um, we're on the same page with everything, Wes, except for the sprinkles and the twisty cinnamon. Okay. I, think I would have chocolate-covered one, glazed sprinkles, twisty cinny, and cream-filled last. I'm twisty also... Cinny. Twisty <laughs> cinny. 
I'm also not a cream-filled boyo. Yeah. I actually think I like jelly-filled even less. But what about... Now, this is... I anticipated this uh, being an add-on to this question because you mm-hmm. often ate the little powder-filled donuts in our room and also some little chocolatey ones as well. Mm-hmm. Where would those rank into the mix? Not you know, as the, high. The, like, bagged donuts that you get. Yeah. Well, let's get one thing straight. A mini powdered donut is better than a normal-sized powdered donut. Yeah, because those, like, once you have to, like, bite into a, a powdered donut multiple times, it's like, it's like why know, am I doing chaos. <laughs> I would put them... Below the cinnamon twisty, because the cinnamon twisty is like still like a special occasion donut, but you could just buy the bagged ones whenever. Hmm. Okay. So give it like a three and a half. Okay. I myself love the like crullers. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah. Those like glazed crullers that uh, usually are Krispy Kreme branded. Good stuff. Good stuff. Everybody loves donuts, right? If you don't love donuts, uh, you're a health nut. I yeah. I question if you actually don't love donuts, or if you just like make yourself not like donuts to be healthy. But like in reality, you probably like them. You know what I mean? I definitely ate some today. <laughs> nice. That's why. I, that's why this was you know something I thought up for you, so you to rank. Yes. So pressing. And this next one is even more so, Wes. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go in in ascending order of like. What I think you're most passionate about. Rank Taylor Swift albums. Oh, that's hard. Oh man. I can't okay. I can't I can't give you my ranking on this because I don't have one. <laughs> um Dead Last is Reputation. It's bad. Apparently like the concert tour was like the greatest thing to ever happen to the world. That's fine, but the songs are bad. Second to last would be I think it's called Lover. It's whatever her newest one is. Like it's just fine. It's okay. It's not gonna make your ears bleed. But, like, it's kind of boring. Right after that would probably be the Speak Now album, which was her second-to-last country album. It was pretty solid. It gave you, you know, good hits like um, Mine and Mean and there's something else in there that I'm missing. It was solid. It's a fun listen. Right above that would be the original Taylor Swift album that had Teardrops on My Guitar, a classic, you know, 16-year-old heartache. We all love to see it. And then your top three, oh man, number three would be Red, which is where we get hits like 22, I Knew You Were Trouble, um, and We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. Number two for me, well, and then we have Fearless in 1989. Those are the top two. Those are both the albums that she won the Grammy for Album of the Year for, and let it be known, she's the only woman to ever win that award twice with those two albums. Wow. Have men done that? Pro- huh? Have men done that? Yeah, I think so. Oh, because you said woman. I didn't know if anybody's ever done it twice outside I'm of... I'm assuming so. Okay. I'm assuming they have. I don't know. I'm going to go with 1989 is my number two album for her, where you get Shake It Off and Blank Space, and the number one would be Fearless, which came out in like 2012, 2008. 2008. Wow. Mm. Peak sixth grade for me. Yep. So Speak Now came out in 2010. There we go, yeah. And then Red would have been 2012, probably. Yep. I pulled it up on... I don't know these actual facts. I pulled them up on the internet, guys. So, that's me. That's mine. What What was in the Fearless album? Um, Love Story. Oh, I do love that song. Yeah. Okay, that's, that would be my number one, then, just Fif- because of... Fif- Fifteen, Fearless, um, oh, You Belong With Me. That's the other big one. Gotcha. Cool. Man, I'm kind of 
concerned with how fast I rattled that all off. Yeah, I'm impressed with how how you knew all those albums. Uh, Even I didn't know I knew that. Well, I think so. The reason I thought of that, I think you've ranked them for me before. Ah, uh, that makes sense. I think like we were on, we were like driving like PCB or maybe driving on a road trip or something, and you I probably you, have you did that. So, but I thought the audience would love to hear it. I hope they did. I hope they <laughs> give me some feedback too, and I can tell them how they're wrong. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and last, most importantly, but also least importantly to our audience, rank these NASCAR drivers. Okay. Tony Stewart. Mm-hmm. Jeff Gordon. Okay. Kyle Larson. Okay. Kyle Busch. And okay. Jimmy Johnson. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Johnson doesn't even get to make it on the list. <laughs> I figured. Let me just say, for no one that cares except myself, Jimmy Johnson had the greatest crew chief strategist of all time on his pit box, and he would not have won half the races he has without that man. And guess what? Since that man left his team, he has not won. Do we have a my salty point. button? Do we have a salty my button point, on this show? Like a button my I can point press? Is proven. He's salty. You're so salty. Oh, I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> um... Then after that would be Kyle Larson because he hasn't had as much success as those guys and he lost his ride for saying the N-word on national television. Ah. <laughs> uh, Actually, it was a, it was like an internet stream, but still the world saw it. So that's good. And love him, but like can't support it. You know what I mean? Um, and then I would have to say Kyle Busch, he's good. He's, he's a whiner. He's a crybaby, which I can't stand, but Jimmy Johnson is too, so... I mean, I'll get hate, but I'll say Jeff Gordon to Tony Stewart one <laughs> for the reasons of uh, Jeff Gordon was great, but he also ran in a time where a lot of guys weren't that good and he kind of capitalized on it. And Tony Stewart is the only driver ever to have a NASCAR championship and an IndyCar championship at the same time. So none of you guys care. I don't even really care. But just to be clear, Wes rated his NASCAR picks like on based heavily on his personal favorites. Oh, I mean, Tony Stewart is my favorite. I will never deny that. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Because if you're going with accolades, it would probably be Gordon, Johnson, Stewart in terms of accolades. That depends on what your accolades mean to you. (laughs) But uh, that is as far as we'll talk about NASCAR on here for fear of losing everyone. But if anyone wants to talk to me about it, let me know. Let him know. He will talk for days. He will talk your ear off. Just don't say anything about Tony Stewart killing a man or Tony Stewart being bad or anything because he'll he'll come at you through. I'll crucify through. you, actually. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it has happened. I have watched a, what was it, like a paper towel roll be chucked across the room at a guy's head because they said that? Let's not forget the time that I slapped Joe and the time before that where I slapped Peyton. Nice. And I knew Peyton for like a week at that point. Yeah, you have no shame when it comes to that. But no. those guys, those guys were kind of asking for it. Like they legitimately—that's oh, yeah. what they want. They—that's the result they wanted out of you. I left two K with a mark, and I'm not mad about it. <laughs> Feisty. All right, let's get let's get to what we came here today for. Let's do some fan casting, Wes. How many? Let's do some fan casting. We're, we're 20 minutes in. We haven't fan casted anybody yet. We've done a lot of fun stuff already in this yeah, episode. Yeah, they've, they've probably turned us off by now. I don't know. They got to hear you rank T-Swift albums, so they missed out if they did. But come on That's back, true. everybody. It's time. Uh, we're going to be fan casting some movies, some animated movies, Disney, a little bit of DreamWorks, and Wes, where do you want to start? I mean, you just want to do it. just want to go down the list? Hmm. Or... 
I, I, I say we start with Treasure Planet because we just did a review oh, of Treasure fine. Planet. Do you want to do like a character? We both say it and then move on to the next character. Uh, yes. Okay, cool. We can chat about it a little bit. Um, right, chat about each character down the list. So Treasure Planet right, first. Here we go. Main character, our star, Jim Hawkins, Perry. Well, who did you spend hours trying to figure I, out to not should do? Should I spoil yours before I spoil mine? No, I'm just kidding. All right, I I struggled with this one. Wes and I actually texted a little bit about this one. I had a few different names in mind. I even have a name that I wanted to use that I ended up putting for a different character on this, like a different movie. Kind of our our rules that we used for this as well were like none of none of the actors that we use can show up for any other movie. Right. So they can, and you could only can recast, only be used once. You can only recast one person. Right, so you can only use the same voice or the same actor from the animated movie uh, one time. Do you say one time per movie or one time overall? One time overall. Oh, rip. Uh, did you do one time per movie? I think I just did it two times. We'll let you keep it. I'll have to check. I'm not sure, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll let you keep it. Anyway. Yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. So Jim Hawkins, after a lot of discussion, a lot of thought, I went with Ansel Elgort. Really? I did. I did. He's 26, so he's a little old, but if you've seen him in some of his more recent stuff, um, he can play a younger role. Um, I think he can play kind of a bad boy role. Uh, we just watched him in The Fault in Our Stars recently. He's got that kind of charm, that kind of roguishness mm-hmm. that I think you need. So I, I like Ansel Elgort for this role, honestly. Well, Perry, I went with the no-brainer. Oh, yeah? It's Does Tom he... Holland. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. I'm so surprised. I was only allowed to use Tom Holland once. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> he would have used it I, for every I mean, single person. Just, he literally looks like Jim Hawkins. A little. I mean, and he's been Spider-Man, so he's done all that stuff. So you know he can do some some solar surfing, easy peasy lemon squeezy. He's a good actor. He is so a good actor. So whether you, whether you think he has edge or not, we can give him some. Yeah, but here's the thing. We already know he's going to... We we pretty much know he's the lead for a, the a remake of Atlantis: The Lost Empire. At least yeah, that's well, the rumor right now. At least this is we're we're dreamcasting here, Perry. Okay, in, in so, your dreams, I'm saying Tom Holland. You've always got Tom Holland. <laughs> I will say, in reality, I want I wanted like in my heart, deep down, I want JGL to do it again, but okay. he's too old. Yeah, he is very much too old. Way too old. All right, Tom Holland and Ansel Elgort. You guys have to let us know who you think would be better at that. I think the consensus will be Tom Holland. From what I've seen on the internet, people fan casting. I used a lot of like internet fan casts to like see what people are saying about different different uh, roles. A lot of people like Tom Holland for this role, so you're not alone. I just get tired of hearing Tom Holland's name be thrown into he's, every single conversation for every young male star. He, he's a hot commodity. He he really you know? is. He's what's hot in in, in uh, Hollywood right if now. If it makes so. you feel better, Perry. I really didn't want to make him anyone else on throughout this entire list. All right. Uh, well, we'll go to Captain Amelia next. I'm pretty happy about what I came up with for Captain Amelia. I think this one this one was a no-brainer for me. Ansel Elgort was a struggle, um, but this one was a no-brainer. I went with Emily Blunt. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> Perry, I uh, I dug into the, the vault a little bit. Picked someone a little older. I picked Halle Berry. Like, as in Catwoman. Catwoman, yeah, okay. And Storm. And Storm, yeah, all right, wow, that's a surprise, didn't see that one coming. You know, I wanted a She's strong, good, though. I wanted a strong female actor that's not afraid to take charge, because that's what Captain Amelia is. And she's already played a cat before, so why not do it again? 
I just like Emily Blunt's like she's got the the bubbly personality of like from like Mary Poppins Returns. Mix that with the edge from like that she's going to be showing in Jungle Cruise and in the Mm -hmm. Quiet Place movies. I think she's perfect for this role. Honestly, it's a no brainer for me. We love it. We love to see it. All right. Then we go to Dr. Delbert Doppler. Gosh. (laughs) I I went with uh, a good friend of Disney movies. Alan Tudyk. Oh, okay. So if you maybe remember him from... Yeah. He's in everything. He voices K2SO. He voices... Wait, is that right? K2SO? I think it is. I think it is. Um, and he's in one of my favorite comedies, um, A Knight's Tale. He's in Wreck-It Ralph. He's a voice. I, yeah. So he's in all kinds of things. He's in probably 10 disney movies as a voice but i think Mm -hmm. he'd be pretty good as this kind of quirky doctor and i i went a little younger too i didn't want to go like you know 60 year old because he ends up with captain amelia i went i kind of went same age Mm -hmm. range with those two emily blunt and alan tudyk so a little thought went into that very nice very nice well perry i did go a little older but i went a little older with captain amelia too i said adam sandler Oh my gosh! <laughs> so you're going, you're going for comedy big time. Yeah, for sure. Com- with a uh, with Tom Holland and Adam Sandler, man. It, dude, I mean, Doctor Doppler is a goon. I mean, he is, but I Adam Sandler, man. I don't know if I've ever liked an Adam Sandler movie except for maybe like Happy Gilmore because it's golf and it's classic when it comes to golf movies. But Adam Sandler is a genius. No, he's not funny <laughs> for the he most be- part. <laughs> Scroop. Um, Scroop. <laughs> I well, this one was a little tougher. I don't have a great one for this, but I was like, you know, Javier Bardem has done some good hmm. villains in the past. Most notable, I mean, most recently at least, he was the villain in. Uh, Dead Man Tell No Tales, the Pirates of the Caribbean. So I feel like he could be mm. another vi- pirate villain uh, and be Mr. Scroop. Well, Perry, I went with the greatest actor of all time for Scroop. Do you know who that is? Your fa- greatest actor of all time? Is that like RDJ no. or something? No, it's con- like confirmed like unanimous. Tom Nick Hanks? Cage. Oh, <laughs> Nick Cage. I thought we have him as Hades. <laughs> well, we're not doing. We're not doing Hercules. Remember? I know that was last. That was last episode. All right, Nick. It would be a great Hades. You just want him as a villain all the time, man. I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. Well, I'm going with Scroop. Isn't actually in the movie that much. I'm gonna steal the national treasure of a thousand worlds. And he's just kind of <laughs> mysterious and weird. And who's more mysterious and weird than Nick Cage? <laughs> all right, Mr. Scroop. I don't know. I don't think he looks creepy enough, but hey, all right, do what you got to do. Captain hey, Silver. Captain Silver. This one, I, I'm pretty happy with my pick. I went with Andy Circus. Do you know who that is? Uh, I know the name. Very well known. He is the villain in, or he's like one of the villains in Black Panther, not Killmonger, but the other dude. Um, he's in all the Planet of the Apes movies. Let's see, his voice is used in a lot of things as well. I mean, he voiced Smeagol slash Gollum in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Gross. He's Caesar in the Planet of the Apes movies. So he's really well known uh, and he's mostly a villain, but I think he'd be great as Captain Silver. So. All right, Perry, I stuck with my, uh, my funny bones for Captain Silver. And I wanted someone that was older and like a little you know, bigger frame, because this is a live-action movie. I went with Tim Allen. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, you're going full-on comedy. 
I really did. I didn't actually realize that till right now. But that's fine. You know, it's a remake. Tim Allen as Silver. I don't think Tim Allen's got the pirate chops, man. Oh, come on. Have you seen I Home Improvement? So. I have he seen makes weird, Home Improvement. He makes, makes weird noises every ten minutes. Tim Allen's never... Part. Okay, here's a hot take. Tim Allen's never really acted. Tim Allen's always... So? He's always just Tim Allen, which is really funny, and I love Tim Allen being Tim Allen. But has he ever not just been Tim Allen? I mean, even in the Santa Claus, even as even as Buzz Lightyear, like he's always just Tim Allen. So that's fine. I think Tim Allen is a great Captain Silver. Okay, I disagree. We'll move on. Ben, Ben, Ben. I I love. I I'm really with, proud of this one. I stuck with really Martin Short, man. I stuck with Martin Short. I just can't see his the oh. voice. I can't see the voice being anything else than Martin Short because it's gonna be an it's gonna be animated anyway. Like it's it's just a at this point you're just voice acting anyway. Oh, okay, so this so, is the one that's that's the one that you, that's the one that you picked to bring back. Well, that's one of two because okay, we'll let you yeah. keep the other one. Well, I said uh, comedian John Mulaney. Hmm. Okay, I thought he was. A, I thought that was a great option. Yeah, John Mulaney's funny. Yeah, John Mulaney's funny. I got no arguments. No 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 squalls with that one. Yeah. All right. Lastly, I wanted you to add Mr. Arrow to your list because I like the idea of Idris Elba playing Mr. Arrow. Really? Yeah. He's got the voice for it. He's big, tall. You can make him look all buff <laughs> with and make him look like a stone a stone man. Um, and his voice will be good for it. I like it. Well, Perry, I can tell you that right now I forgot that you told me to do that and I don't actually have one. Yeah, you fail. Uh, I, did, I, I, did fail. I win. I win. <laughs> Can I comedically say The Rock? No. <laughs> the The Rock being Mr. Arrow, Stonewall Jackson. Stonewall. No. I can't say that because I did use The Rock later on. So. Ooh, you can't. All right. Well, that's a bummer. Uh, I'll just real real quick. Oh, oh, I got it. I got it. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. That could work. Vin Diesel. Yeah, that could work. All right. Real quick, I'll go through mine again. I have Ansel Elgort as Jim, Emily Blunt as Captain Amelia, Alan Tudyk as Doctor Delbert Doppler. Javier Bardem as Mr. Scroop, Andy Serkis as Captain Silver, Martin Short reprising his role, voicing Ben, and then Idris Elba as Mr. Arrow. And I've got Jim Hawkins as Tom Holland, Captain Amelia as Halle Berry, Dr. Doppler as Adam Sandler, Captain Silver as Tim Allen, Scroop is Nick Cage, and Ben is John Mulaney. So my comedic lineup, Perry. Nice. We're going to have to have people vote on all of these. So, see who's there better. All right, what's our next one? Where do you where do you want to go next? I say we just go straight to the Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll go okay. first this time. So this that? is different because it actually has been sort of cast already. Did you know that? No. <laughs> oh, so there's they've already cast who the actual live action Little Mermaid is going to be. I think it's her name. Her name is Haley Berry, not Halle Berry. I think it's Haley Berry. Haley ba- Halle Bailey. That's what it is. It's close. Okay. All right. So they've already they've already cast this live action. Um, don't know who else is going to be in it. So we'll see. But we're fan casting it, and uh, I don't think either of us have wow whatever her name is as the role. I'm sure she'll be great, but we've got other things in mind. So Wes, I'm gonna say I made this one a all out musical. I pretty much did too. I guess really yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Not like all out, all out, but pretty close. So. With Ariel, I went with someone I'm very fond of, very good singer, Haley Steinfeld. Oh, okay. So, I think she'd be great, but but yeah, like I said, I went with all singers all around for this to make this a good musical. 
Well, Perry, um, for my Ariel, I went with someone that you're even more fond of. I picked Tori Kelly. Ooh. I do love Tori Kelly. Her voice is amazing. However, and I don't know about her acting prowess. Especially, well, I mean, especially she, she acting did voice- while wearing a, a little uh, mermaid like fins. So you know, she did voice act in Sing, and that was fine. You gotta, we'll give her a shot. You gotta give her a shot. Plus, let's be honest, Perry. I'm only watching Little Mermaid to listen to Tori Kelly sing part of your world, so. <laughs> Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Oh, man, I don't actually like that song very much, TBH. That's probably, like, my least favorite song in that movie. Well, other than right. Les Poissons, Les Poissons. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, Perry, next up. Sebastian. Sebastian. Little Sebastian. All right. Bye, bye, I Sebastian. went with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he could okay. do it. I think he could do it. I think Lin Manuel could do just about anything, but I could see yeah, him probably. I could see him pulling off a little bit of an accent. It wouldn't be a great like Jamaican accent like we got from uh mm-hmm. Edgar E. Wright. was it? No, Samuel E. Wright, I think is his name. Yeah, I think so. But I think he'll be great and he can sing. And maybe he so, can just go ahead and compose the whole thing while he's at it. Probably honestly. <laughs> so I'd pick someone who's actually not that famous, but kinda. Phil Lewis. Do you remember Phil Lewis, Perry? Why do I know the name Phil Lewis? He's Mr. Mosby. <laughs> yes, I know who that is. I, you know, Sebastian is kind of the the stick in the mud, goofy one, and that's what stick in the mud. That's what Mr. Mosby has been his entire time, and I think Phil Lewis gets the job done very well. I don't actually know if he can sing at all. I don't know either. But like, that's what auto tune is for. What about what if Victor Oladipo is Sebastian? That's have you, fine. Have you heard his voice? Yeah, I'm fine with that, too. Man, he's got a voice. All right, Ursula. I went. I kind of cheated a little bit, so I I went with Queen Latifah. Oh, that's good. She uh, she actually... They have, did you know that they did a Little Mermaid live show last year? Mm-hmm. Um, Ali'i Cravalho did Ariel. John Stamos was the uh, oh, was the chef guy. I love John Stamos yeah. so much. And and so Queen Latifah was Ursula for that show, and I think she was really good and could totally do it for for the movie. And she's a great so, singer too. Yeah. So Queen Latifah. All right, Perry. My Ursula. I like to think of her as a real life Ursula. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> I kind of knew you were gonna go with that. I don't know why. I just felt <laughs> big, it. big Rosie guy. I don't. I don't know if Rosie can sing that well. I, whenever she was Turk, I don't remember her singing particularly well. Poor unfortunate souls. I would hate for that song to get butchered, but like, we'll make it work. But also, the singing in that is like supposed to sound like harsh. Yeah, so, so I think Rosie's good. Yeah, King Triton. I stuck with my theme of guys who can sing at least a little bit and went with Hugh Jackman. Perry for King Triton. I also went with Hugh. Nice. Jackman. I was waiting for us to 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 coordinate mm. one of ours. Both have Hugh Jackman. He can sing a little bit, and he's pretty jacked yep man uh so give him a fin and a pitchfork (laughs) so it's like you know if you're gonna have to have a guy be shirtless for the whole movie you know and it can't be uh jason momoa because he's already been in the water shirtless for a whole movie (laughs) and also also the 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 age thing wouldn't work out great but yeah hugh jackman works out well all right wes prince eric i went with harry styles oh period adventure into the hair see uh, Mr. Harry will come up again later on with me. Okay, I um, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I pulled. I was struggling to 
figure out who I wanted for Prince Eric. I started looking all over different pages where other people were fan casting. Um, he was one of the options occasionally that people were saying. And I just felt like, man, he looks like he could do Prince Eric. And I know he can sing. So mm-hmm. works for man, me. I'm, I'm impressed that you would venture out to One Direction, dude. Well, I picked Ansel Elgort. Oh, there you go. So you I go. figured he'd be a... Great prince. And another reason I went with Harry Styles is, you know, he's the kind of guy who isn't about to let, uh, isn't about to let Ursula steal his girl. So no, absolutely not. That was that was supposed to be a pun, but ah, uh, I see. Yeah, I see get it. Yeah, take yeah. her away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh. All right, Perry. Which one do you want to do next? Um, let's do let's do Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog. Let's go. All right, this one I've ventured out a little more into some people that you probably wouldn't recognize and I didn't even recognize. Uh, I just had to really go deep into the dive of, of actors who would look good, who might who might do it well um, for the most of these. Oh, man, it looks like I cheated again on this one. Uh, so with Tiana, I went with Asia, Naomi King. Okay. She is in The Upside. She's in How to Get Away with the Murder. Uh, look her up. She's in her mid thirties and looks ideal to be Tiana. I think. Mm, okay, okay, Perry. I hope you don't care. I cheated a little bit too. I picked two people for Tiana. If we're going two different directions, okay, okay. So my first choice is Fantasia Barino. Are you familiar with that name? Nope. Okay, she won American Idol in like two thousand four, and then she went on to be on Broadway for a long time. Okay. So she was my first choice. Sister can sing. And we know Tiana's got to sing. Uh, and my other option would be Normani, who was a part of Fifth Harmony, then they broke up, and now she does her own thing. Mm. So Fantasia would be like a bit on the older side. She's in her, at least in her 30s. Um, Normani's be in her early 20s. So either one is fine with me, though. Okay. I don't know of either of those. Really? Really. Do you like Khalid? Like, like Khalid? Khalid, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. You know his song, Love Lies? Yeah. She in that? That's no, that's Normani. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. All right, so with my Prince Naveen pick, Wes, uh, I didn't even know who this was, but I think he looks good um, <laughs> to be Naveen. His name is Chuku Modu. He is a Kree in Captain Marvel. He's most notably from Game of Thrones. I think that's where most people will recognize the name. He's also in The Good Doctor. Hmm. So look him up. I think he could do it. Uh, he's a bigger, like a tall guy, and he's got the look, got the smile. So I think I think he could do it. Prince Naveen's kind of got that signature look mm-hmm. that I think he could do uh, pretty well. All right. For Prince Naveen, I picked Elijah Kelly, who I know that he, name. Why he was in he was in Hairspray. Okay. With Queen Latifah. His he was seaweed. Brother can sing, and since he's gonna have to sing with her the whole time, I want it to be enjoyable. Nice. Yeah. Good dude. Good dude. Sweet. All right. Uh, who's next? Mama Odie? Mama Odie. Pretty easy. I'm with Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, that's a great pick. That's what I thought. Man, I didn't even think of Whoopi. And I just watched Sister Act, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I picked Octavia Spencer. That could work. Yeah. She could, she could have some sass, maybe get a little Louisiana. Oh, I'm thinking she's got plenty of Louisiana in her. Yeah. Uh, so I cheated on Ray, and I don't even know if this, like, 
we're talking about a firefly. So it's obviously just like I put Jim, I just said Jim Cummings got to do it again. Um, mm. Yeah. So it's just a little different when you're, you're just talking about another voice actor. Um, yeah. When, when we're that. live, we're live action casting. So if it's just a voice actor, then I'm not worried about. Yeah. I got the, the same voice. I did the same thing, except I picked Brad the Cooper. Because honestly, he does rocket, and I can't even tell he does rocket. Okay, Bradley Cooper. And so, I'm thinking he can bring out some Louisiana draw. He can say, "My belly, Evangeline." Okay, my belly. So. Yeah. Don't make me light my butt. <laughs> oh, you know he can do that. Uh, yeah. I've got for Lewis the alligator. I got Keenan Thompson. I think he'd be hilarious. Oh, that's good. Yeah, dude. Oh, that's good. I picked. I picked James Corden. He'd also be funny. Mm-hmm. Be really He'd funny. Also be funny. Can Keenan sing? Ah, he doesn't need to sing. Can you play the trumpet? I'm gonna say no, but you, you can, can you also. Pretend? Yes, you can put your mouth on the trumpet. So. Perfect. Um, Doctor Facilier. Facilier. I have Jamie Fox. Hmm. Okay. Why? Well, we know he's got a musical background, mm-hmm. and. He is good at looking bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think he would look good in that, that, like that. Uh, Shadow Man outfit too. I went so. with someone. I think I went someone who's good at looking weird. Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Johnny Depp could easily do it as well for sure. I think Facilier is kind of a weird person, so. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I think I'd like to see Johnny do that too. All right. I, I added to this list. I added Tiana's mom. Because I thought Felisa Rashad would be great at Eudora. Okay. That's okay. Uh, Felicia Rashad is. Uh, I don't know what she's been in recently, but she's no- most notably Mrs. Cosby. In the oh. Cosby show. Or Mrs. Huxtable, excuse me, not Mrs. Cosby. She's most notably Mrs. Huxtable in the Cosby Show. Um, and then I added Lottie because we have to. We have to do Lottie. Yeah, I put her in. So I I put Amanda Seyfried as Lottie because she kind of fits that. Like if if we're talking kind of mid 30s for all those like she kind of fits that as well i I didn't didn't want to go young with her if i was going older with yeah yeah i said emily osmond oh man who was hannah montana yeah from hannah montana dang dude that's a throwback does she even act anymore just hallmark movies no she was in um she was in a sitcom called baby daddy i'm pretty sure huh she was in something recently i saw her i saw her on tv like i was like you're so famous you're so relevant all so right. and Lottie's not that important. She just has to like be southern and scream a couple times. Yeah, but she's a great character. Oh, for sure. All right, man. That's that's uh, Prince of the Frog. I've got Asia Naomi King as Tiana, Ch- Chukumodu as Prince Naveen, Whoopi Goldberg as Mama Odie, Jim Cummings reprising his role as Ray, Keenan Thompson as the uh, the jazz trumpet playing Lewis. Jamie Foxx as Dr. Facilier, and Felicia Rashad as Eudora, Amanda Seyfried as Lottie, Charlotte Leboeuf. Yes, and I have Fantasia or Normani as Tiana, take your pick. Uh, Prince Naveen as Elijah Kelly, Mama Odie as Octavia Spencer, Ray as Bradley Cooper, James Corden as Louis the Alligator, Emily Osmond as Lottie, and Johnny Depp as Facilier. Alright, next, how about Tarzan, Wes? Alright, let's do Tarzan, and let us know that we are completely forgetting about the weird Tarzan live-action movie that was already made. Yeah, let's not talk about that one with uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Didn't, doesn't exist as far as I'm I didn't, concerned. I didn't even watch it. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll forget about it. Anyway, Tarzan, you know how I was talking about earlier about uh, that guy who already had a con- entirely shirtless movie as a in the ocean? Uh, yeah, I've got Jason Momoa as Tarzan. That's pretty solid. Um, I think he just looks like a like a ape man. <laughs> so now, so now you you want him to have an entirely shirtless movie on land? Yeah, I mean, like I'm totally typecasting at this point, and he's typecasted to me as a shirtless <laughs> ape-looking man or a shirtless like grungy looking man. <laughs> All right, well, Barry, I also kind of typecasted for a shirtless man. I I said Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth definitely came across my mind. It it, it was it. I thought about it. Yeah, and to be honest, he doesn't have to say anything. He just say, me Tarzan. <laughs> but see, that's why I went with Momoa, because once he starts talking, he's just a little less believable. But Chris Hemsworth can actually mm-hmm. act pretty well, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Jane, I went with Daisy Ridley. Oh, okay. I think she could, I think she could do the... She's already kind of got the British... Uh, mm-hmm. The fancy British accent. I think she could do it really well. Um, I don't know if you've seen Murder on the Orient Express. She <laughs> kind of does the high class British on that movie. Um, that's pretty much all she needs to do to be Jane. And then, uh, you know, as she kind of goes along in the movie, she becomes a little more of a a tomboy. And uh, I don't know. I think Daisy Ridley would, would nail it. Nice. I love it. Well, Perry, you know how Tarzan just kind of has to say, like, Jane a couple times. He talks more than that by the end. Yeah, you know, but like, why not let Chris Hemsworth call someone Jane that he's been calling Jane before? I picked Natalie Portman. <laughs> Reuniting those two. Uh. Reuniting them. Well, Give her this. let me let me remind you in case you haven't seen Tarzan recently, um, directed by Kevin Lima, by the way. If you mm. if you didn't know, he does talk quite a lot to his fellow apes. It's just to the humans yeah, that he true. talks less because you're assuming you're assuming that they're like talking in ape when right. when they talk to fellow like his fellow apes, but when he talks to humans, he talks like as if he's never spoken English. Correct. Um, so so he does talk frequently in the original Tarzan. But yes, Natalie Portman, Pad Bay, reuniting those two. All right. Well, Barry, I want you to know it actually took me several minutes to remember that her name was Pat- Natalie Portman and not Pad May. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, moving on to Turk I want to see, you can't use Rosie because you've already used her mm-hmm. um, I'm going with Kate McKinnon from SNL I think she'd be great at it Oh, okay, okay, I see that She kind of does a lot of those similar roles I went with Melissa McCarthy Nice Just typecasting yeah. exactly the same kind of uh, yeah, it was a little bit Rosie of, It was definitely a little bit Yeah, <laughs> it was either going to be her or Amy Schumer But Amy Schumer doesn't make up her own jokes So <laughs> Yeah, I don't think Amy Schumer's funny either Melissa's like a little funny. Oh, she's hilarious. <laughs> I'll stick with a little funny. Listen, um, if someone gave me the opportunity to spend the most the day with Melissa McCarthy, I would run at it. <laughs> like I would give my left leg for it. So with Tantor, I'm going with another SNL funny man. Uh, so Tantor was originally voiced by Wayne Knight, who is kind of like a legend when it comes to like voice acting. Um, he was Al Al's Toy Barn, and he. He was also in like, um, you know, Space Jam. He's in a lot of stuff. Uh, really funny guy. I'm going with a very similar kind of actor um, from SNL, Bobby Moynihan, hmm. uh, to be Tantor. I think he'd be funny. Okay. Well, since Tantor is like super awkward and honestly kind of weird, I picked Jonah Hill. I think it's fine. Yeah. I just really wanted someone funny. 
Yeah, Jonah could work. Jonah could work for sure, for sure. My last two are kind of like uh, we've got we've got Clayton and we've got Professor Archimedes Q. Porter as our last two. I'm, I've got those as kind of like favorites of mine actors mm. that I think uh, I just wanted to squeeze, especially this one, Charlie Hunnam. Mm. I just I really wanted to get Charlie Hunnam in one of these because um, he's one of my favorite actors, and I think you know Clayton, big strong British man. I don't see why not, <laughs> you know, Charlie Hunnam. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with Charlie Hunnam, Downton Abbey that he's famous for, but he's been in movies like Lost City of Z and Perry's a big Legend Charlie Hunnam Sword guy. and The Gentleman. Wait, Perry, who was that for? Who was that pick for? That was for Clayton. And then I guess Clayton. I'll just go ahead with Professor Archimedes Q. Porter. I went with Christopher Lloyd, who is still alive, thankfully. He's like 82 now, but that's, uh, you know him as Doc from Back to the Future. Mm. Well, for Dr. Porter, I picked Steve Carell. <laughs> I'm thinking we give him a little... He, he's, he's started to age, like, a decent amount now. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking we just doll him up with a little more makeup and make him just this super oblivious goon of a father. <laughs> and then for Clayton, I went I went a high dollar here. I picked Christian Bale. Okay. I yep. figured he can get pretty jacked and start throwing stuff around just like Batman did. But he's got to be like, I feel like Clayton talks a little more like too much. Like Christian Bale, I feel like is always quiet. That's true. Do you ever feel like Clayton is just um, Gaston in another world? <laughs> I always feel like Clayton is the exact same character as Commander Rourke from Atlantis. Which I haven't seen. Which you haven't seen. I feel like they're the exact same. Okay. Okay. Their their character arcs. Their character arcs are literally the exact same too. Ah, perfect. So, anyway, that's our Tarzan recast. I've got yeah. Jason Momoa as Tarzan, Daisy Ridley as Jane, Kate McKinnon as Turk, Bobby Moynihan as Tantor, Charlie Hunnam as Clayton, and Christopher Lloyd Doc. Uh, the what's what? <laughs> um, what are some of the lines that he he uses from from? The Back to the Future movies. I don't know. I can't think of any right now. But <laughs> Gosh. All right. And I picked Chris Hemsworth as Tarzan, Natalie Portman as Jane once again. We're going back to the future. That's a line. There you go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And uh, <laughs> Dr. Porter is Steve Carell. Clayton is Christian Bale. Turk, Melissa McCarthy, and Tantar as Jonah Hill. All, Jonah right. Hill All right. We've got, what, two left now? Two left. Two left. Which one do you want to do? We'll do Emperor's New Groove first. Okay. Because How to Train Your Dragon was kind of a lot. <laughs> it is kind a lot. of a big one. <laughs> All right. All right. We have two left. Our second to last movie that we're going to recast here is Emperor's New Groove. Mm-hmm. For Cusco, Wes, I made this an all-out comedy. All-out comedy. I went Ryan Reynolds for Cusco. Oh. <laughs> he's a little old. Yeah, so... Okay. The ages don't don't really matter for this movie. It's okay. gonna be a llama for most of it. That's true. So <laughs> Perry, I turned this one into a musical. Like if Emperor's New Groove was a musical. There'd have to be songs. Right, so like there's gonna be songs now. Okay. Is what I'm saying. I'm mm, I don't know if I am for this. You'd be for it. And it's still gonna be funny. Promise. Right. Everyone listen, Perry, everyone that I chose is funny. And can sing. So, my Cusco is Darren Chris. Do you know who that is? Uh, I think. He was on Glee. Okay. Sounds he familiar. Played, 
He played Blaine Anderson on Glee. He's hilarious. He's done some more stuff recently. I don't really know what it is because I just kind of watched Glee. So he's hilarious. Can sing. He's young. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Uh, moving on to Pacha. This is Pacha. where this was my big cheat. So my other two. So I picked John Goodman for this one because I just like. I think John Goodman. Like Pacha kind of looks a little bit like John Goodman already. So I thought that one would work as my my recast. Uh, my other two in, that I used the same actor in my mind, those were just voice actors, so those barely even count. This one is mm. like actually, like you're you're making him actually act. So uh, you like you'll see him. He won't just be the voice. So mm-hmm. John Goodman. Yeah, I also picked John Goodman. He is Pacha. Pacha is him. Yeah, that that was my. I. It's interesting prepared. that yeah, we both stuck with that as the recast. When I, well, I mean, whenever I did this list, I went through to pick who I wanted my who I wanted to come back, and I. It was him. All right. Wow. So. Okay. Impressive. Impressive. And then we got Yzma. I know you're probably, you said you were excited about your Yzma pick. I went with the worst name in Hollywood, Sigourney Weaver. Oh, that's a great pick. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. She, that is a she great pull pick. It off. I love that. Perry, I'm for that. I love that. <laughs> so my Yzma pick is my favorite pick of this whole thing and also my biggest risk. Okay. Mm. I picked Gwyneth Paltrow. Ooh. Um, so, fun fact, Gwyneth Paltrow can sing really well. You'd have to, like, opposite of doll her up, like, a yeah, lot. Yeah, you'd have to make her a little ugly. But uh, Hideous tall, beyond all reason? Hideous beyond all reason, exactly. Yeah. She's tall, she's skinny, and she's hilarious. She would be a great Yzma. Yeah, okay. And Sister can sing, and like I said, it's a musical now, so. Yeah, I, I always find... Gwyneth Paltrow funny because she has no idea what movie she's in anymore. She just Mm -hmm. goes to the set and does what they tell her to do. And then like people will ask her about a movie and like a question A or something. Someone will ask her about a movie. She'd be like, was I in that? I don't even remember. You know, especially with Marvel. She has no idea which Marvel movies she was in. (laughs) So they'll ask her about like, you know, uh, Age of Ultron. She'll be like, oh, was I in that one? I don't remember. You know, like I have no idea. She probably didn't even watch any of them. All right, moving on to the man himself, the man, the man who can make some spinach puffs like nobody's business. My spinach puffs. The man who always questions about the poison. Poison, the poison for Cusco. Cusco's poison. Bad poison. It's Kronk, and I, I mean, obviously you can't, you can't match the Patrick Warburton voice with anyone else. You can't do it. If I was forced to do it. I think Chris Pratt would be hilarious. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, just imagine that combo. Ryan Reynolds, John Goodman, Chris Pratt, and then even like, oh, I think that's a winner. That's good. So, I feel like recently everyone has been trying to imitate the Kronk voice. It's not super hard. But it's like, it's kind of hard. I guess. And I think you got to go big with the body. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> yeah. What's the, what's his line like? I'm a I'm I'm a forty two long and a twenty two waist or whatever it is. Like, yep. <laughs> uh, doesn't make much sense. I'm a, I'm a tough one to I'm a tough one to fit. Yep. I think it'd be great. Also, the Rock's funny. Like he's kind of funny. Crank, how did we get here before them? Well, you uh, got me. By all accounts, it doesn't, make, doesn't sense. make sense. <laughs> Yeah, that one's a good one. I like it. I mean, I we'll see. Like, if he can, 
I just feel like I can picture The Rock trying to imitate Kronk too much. But Chris Pratt, I think, could just be Chris Pratt and could just be Andy Dwyer, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> oh, dear. So, and then going along with Andy Dwyer, my Chicha pick is Rashida mm-hmm. Jones. Oh, okay. I think Rashida okay. Jones, I feel like she's already kind of got that, like, dry, deadpan that Chicha has. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, yeah. Like, how did you say you were related to Pacha? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I picked Leah Remini. Do you know who that is? I don't. Have you ever Anemone? seen... Leah Remini. Have you ever Anem- seen... Anemone? Remini. <laughs> I hate you. It looks like Gemini, but with an R. <laughs> you s- we live in an anemone. <laughs> uh, she is... What is the that wife. sound? Wait, it's hold my, on. Uh, my computer's kind of spazzing. Hang on a sec. Sounds like a bee. <gasps> okay, there it stopped. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I gotta keep that in. Holy cow. It's fine. It's fine. Um, she. Have you ever seen the TV show King of Queens? Um, With Kevin James? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's his wife. Oh, okay, yeah. She. She's famous for, like, being involved with, like, the Scientology church that... And then she left, and then they tried to kill her. It was a whole big deal. Anyway, she's hilarious. She literally has, like, the same voice as Chicha, that super dry, uh, raspy, monotone. Uh, she's a hoot and a half. I love it. I'm here All for right. it. I'm cool with it. Calling it a comeback. I'm cool with it. All right. I wonder what our listeners will think is the better one of that. I mean, of probably those mine. casting should probably be mine. mine. Pro- probably gotta be mine. mine. Gotta be, it's gotta gotta be, be mine. mine. It's gotta no, be mine. for sure. Right. All right. It's all right. Last one. How to train your dragon. This one I spent the most, by far, the most time on this one because there's okay. just a lot, a lot of kids, there a really lot of is. teenage teenage actors. Um, also, I've I've watched all of the canon that's for this show. Like I've watched all the TV show. You might be obsessed. So, like, I wanted to get these at least, like, I wanted to do them justice, even though I kind of did have to, for a couple of them, I just kind of had to throw one out there that I'm not super confident with. But uh, Wes for Hiccup, I'm pretty excited about about my, my Hiccup and Astrid picks. For Hiccup, I'm going with Asher Angel. Okay. You know who that is? Nope. Billy Batson from Shazam. Oh, okay. He's 17 right now. I mean, you know, we picture this movie gets made... If, like in our mind pretty soon like you know mm-hmm. as as we're naming these so in the first how to train a dragon hiccup is a, a tiny little boy a, yeah. a little tiny boy so i think asher angel works well as, as like you know very young kid mm-hmm. uh so that's what i'm going with for hiccup okay he's kind of funny kind of clumsy yeah so this is an actor perry that i've never actually seen him in anything <laughs> really but he's but he's famous and he's kind of a hollywood heartthrob Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, I, this is one that makes sense, but I I don't know if he's funny. Is the thing? Yeah, I don't either. But maybe he's, he's in a lot of he's done a lot of good roles. He's like twenty two, I think, and and people are loving Timothy Chalamet. Like mm-hmm. he's on like Tom Holland level with more. I would say like. Um, off the beaten path film fans right? Uh, for, you know, movies like Lady Bird, Call Me By Your Name, Little Women, Beautiful Boy. I'm pretty sure he's my sister's favorite actor right now. I mean, he's, he's, he's 24 some, years old. He's in some big stuff. Yeah. But he, but he, he might be 24, but he looks like a child. <laughs> right. He could do it. Uh, so. I don't, I don't know if he's funny, 
No, nah, but maybe some good writing will help him out. Yeah, so that could work. Uh, I definitely saw that name thrown around in some of these um, some of these fan casts that I've seen. So Timothy Chalamet and Asher Angel as a hiccup. You decide. All right, Astrid. This one, the hiccup Astrid relationship is one of my favorites in animated movies. So getting the getting these two right is important. All right, I'm going with Olivia Holt. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you know who Olivia Holt is. I know the name. She, first of all, gorgeous. She's like 22, I think. So a little bit older, but like with, I think with women, it's easier to make them look a little younger too a lot of times. Uh, So yeah, Olivia Holt, she's from a lot of Disney Channel shows, but she's also been in the Cloak and Dagger Marvel series recently. And she's a, she's a singer as well. Hmm. So look her, look her up right now. I want you to, so you can. Because I think she kind of already is Astrid. I have to do everything. Like, if you put a little uh, Scottish, Scandinavian garb garb on her, she's Astrid. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, that's fine. All right, Barry. I, ha- I haven't seen the Cloak and Dagger show. I don't think it was too good. But so, so TBH, I don't know if she can act very well anymore. I mean, I used to watch... Back when she was in Disney Channel, like she was on Kicking It. I think I watched that a little bit. That's, I, I mean, I, that was already when that Kickin was like it, right at the end of our time. Right when Kicking It was out, that was like right at the end when I was like I haven't. I was already kind of stopping watching, like not watching Disney Channel as much, watching a lot more like Sports Center. But, mm-hmm. uh, but I knew that show, so I assume that she's a decent actress. Perry, um, you're probably going to hate my Astrid because I'm picking up pretty much an unknown. Yeah, I'm going to hate it then. I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, her name is Chloe Lukasiak, and she was on Dance Moms as a child. She's 18 or 19 now. Um, I'm pretty sure she's done some small acting roles, and she's tall. She's blonde. Make it happen. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm against this pick. I do I not endorse it. I do not endorse it. Let me be clear. <laughs> Dance moms, that means she can't act. <laughs> no, 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 no. That doesn't. That just means she was on a reality TV show. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, it doesn't mean she can't act. She's kind of funny looking. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. You're the worst. I know. I don't endorse it, guys. She she has done some small acting roles before. Could be her big break, dude. I don't know, man. But she's also okay, let, me, let me be 100% clear when I say I don't want this remake to happen in general. Like... Oh, you don't? Like, I do not want How to Train Your Dragon to get turned into a live-action series. Because that, I think, there's no way they could do it justice uh, without just butt-tons of CGI. And I just don't I don't see it being something I want. But if I was forced to, those would be who I would pick as Hiccup and Astrid. And those would be who I pick. Right. Uh, then we go to Stoic the Vast. Yeah, you I mean, gotta pick, gotta pick Ger- someone that's Stoic and vast. Gerard Butler could honestly do it, but I went with Russell Crowe. See, I also almost almost picked Russell Crowe, but then I remember that he's like a pain to work with, so I picked George Clooney. You care if he's a pain to work with? <laughs> You're not making the movie. He's not the star, though. Johnny so he... Depp's a bigger bigger pain to work with. Nah, you already went with him. <laughs> that's fine. I picked George Clooney, and I'm fine with it. Okay. He's stoic. Yeah, but he's not huge. Russell Crowe. big. Russell Crowe can get huge, and then you put a few extra layers of garb on him. How many George times are we going to say garb George Clooney was Batman at one time, bro. Yeah, but not the real Batman. 
There's only one. All right. Then we go to Gobber. 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 I got Woody Harrelson. Oh, that's good. Because as a quote from Wes Richardson, uh, any movie with Woody Harrelson is good. <laughs> True. Um, I picked Kevin James. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like uh, it. I li- you say you don't like it? I like it. Yeah, I okay, like it good. a lot better than your Astrid pick. Nah, whatever. <laughs> Um, Snotlout, the character that is voiced by Jonah Hill in the TV show mm-hmm. or in the movies, he's kind of the stuck up one that is always, you know, he's, he was always going for Astrid and then he started like flirting with Hiccup's mom. Uh, yep. he's just, a, he's a, he's a goofball. <laughs> he's a fool. Uh, yeah. I went with, I was so this like Jonah Hill could do it again, but he's a little old considering I'm going with, you know, everybody between like 17 and 22 for my, mm-hmm. like for the, the riders gang. Um, so I went Ty Simpkins who, um, hasn't been in a lot. He's the kid in Iron Man three. Um, Oh, so, but he's grown up okay. quite a bit since then. Cause that movie was a while ago. And he's also in Jurassic world as one of the kids, but he's like 18, 19 now. I think he could do it. Ty Simpkins. Okay. I picked Adam Devine. Do you know who that is? Oh, I know who that is. He's hilarious. He, he's a little old. Yeah, he's a little old. He's like 28. In my eyes, in my eyes, that makes it even he funnier. Could to- he could much- totally do it. He could totally he do could it. Totally. He's so funny. He could totally do it. I got, so Rough Nut and Tough Nut. Rough Nut and Tough Nut. Dude, I'm hyped for this one. <laughs> so the twins, Rough Nut and Tough Nut. Yeah, Rough Nut's a girl. For Rough Nut, I am going with Sophia Lillis. She is the redhead in It. Oh, uh, like I'm gonna watch that. Uh, I think you put a you put a wig on her. She could do it. She got some sass. I don't know if she's funny. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> okay. But my okay, my tough okay, nut pick, I'm really confident that you'll like though. Okay, I'm ready. Oh, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna throw it out there then. I guess. All right, my tough nut pick, Ezra Miller. Hmm. From Perks of Being a Wallflower. From I almost put him in this list somewhere else. Yeah. From uh the Flash and in, in the DC universe he's hilarious he's Man, okay, he's a funny okay. guy he can do whatever you ask him to do i think he'd be really good all right all right perry i i'm a big fan of my rough nut and tough nut picks rough nut miley cyrus boo come on it'd be hilarious boo. <laughs> <laughs> and and tough nut harry styles oh okay that's a wild i i wait why would you put harry styles as tough nut of all the people on this list <gasps> he's hilarious I guess. I mean, he's so funny. But he's not going to sing ever. And has he ever even? He doesn't need to. Has sing. he ever really acted? Perry, you don't need to act to be funny. But when has he been funny? If All he's the never time. acted, have you ever seen him do? Have you ever seen him do interviews? No. Hilarious. Why would I just watch Dude, him do interviews? The man is a hoot and a half. <laughs> All right. He's hosted. Uh, he's hosted James Corden's show for him before. That's where I've seen him. Uh. Well. Funny. I guess, okay, he's just a wild pick for Harry Styles of all the places you could put him. Those two, Perry, we all know that Rough Nut and Tough Nut are only there to be funny, and those two would be hilarious together. <laughs> all right, Fish Legs. Fish Legs. Good old Fish Legs. I struggled with this one. I ended up going with Will Poulter. He's in Maze Runner. He's in the third um, Chronicles of Narnia film as Eustace. If you if you looked him up you'd recognize him, Will Poulter. Okay. Yeah, he's one of the one of the leads in Maze Runner. So I think he could do it. I don't this isn't a one of the ones I'm particularly confident about, but uh I didn't have one that stuck out to me. Alright Perry. Um mine I don't know where we're going with this yet. But I'm telling you it's a good idea. 
fish legs, you either make the character fish legs female and make it Rebel Wilson. I'm done with her. Or, or, or we keep fish legs as a male and still make it Rebel Wilson. Here's the thing, Wes. Fish legs is not supposed to be super funny. That doesn't matter. So why would you? I don't know. You're changing the character entirely. I mean, I guess you would already be doing that to make her make him a female. Listen, Perry. I thought I was looking. I was thinking, chubby, blonde, comedic relief, and it Rebel doesn't Wilson have to came be. Out. I don't think it has to be that chubby, though. Is the thing. I think the important. That's his thing. No, I think the character traits are more important than him being chubby, and his character traits are like no, like being a super nerd when it comes to all things like dragon attributes. Okay, Rebel Wilson can do that. I don't think. She, I think she's annoying. <laughs> I think Fishlegs is annoying. <laughs> oh well, all right, good for you then. And I don't. I, I just. It's fine. No, that's fine. All right. Come on, you're. It would be <laughs> hilarious. I just don't want to go to movies that Rebel Wilson's in usually. Boo. <laughs> kind of like Tim, we made Tiffany you Haddish. <laughs> we made you watch. Oh, I don't like Tiffany yeah, Haddish. She's the same same way. <laughs> no, she's not. It's like people that that know that that you think that they're funny. Those those actors know that people think they're funny and they just juice it. And <laughs> I don't like it. I think first of all, Rebel Wilson was great when she debuted as Fat Amy. <laughs> but then they tried to but then they did then they pulled a cars too. I liked Adam, I liked the her like her go back and forth with Adam Divine in that yeah. in that And look, series. and Perry, we're back. Although Fish Legs and Adam and what's his name snot loud they snot don't really loud. have a thing actually they do they totally do uh they totally do they have they're they go ag- like after hiccup pretty much claims astrid uh and in the series um he is when he uh actually proposes to her well he doesn't actually propose to her but he gives he gives her like a a medallion or something that basically is like the Viking thing for like a commitment that they're gonna, that he's eventually mm. at some point going to, to marry her. Anyway, after that, snot lout and fish legs, both kind of compete for rough nut. If you remember mm. in the second and third movie. Um, so that's especially the third movie, mostly the third movie, I think is when they're competing for, rough nut so there is a little bit of a thing there uh that those two get to play off each other in your your fan cast it'd be hilarious (laughs) last but not least valka this one was an easy one for me julia roberts not a question i think she'd be like the perfect valka so i picked myra kelly do you know that is i don't you should should i First of all, she's the mom in One Tree Hill. Why would I? Then I shouldn't but, know that. Mary, but second, she is the original voice of Nala. Okay. In Lion King. Okay, fair enough. Uh, she plays a great. She plays a great mom. Adult Nala. We're, we're assuming, right? Right, 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 right. She plays a great mom. Myra Kelly, uh, eighteen seventy-five to nineteen ten. No, her name's spelled weird. It's M O I R A. Okay. West Wing. Maybe. Yeah, she was in that. Yeah, Lion King, The Cutting Edge, One Tree Hill, Daybreak. All right. It's married to Steve Hewitt. Don't know who that is. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. All right. Well, uh, we're going to have to... I don't want to overwhelm our listeners and like put all of these polls out the same day. So because we don't have any other episodes coming out after this for a while, maybe we'll just put out one poll a day for each of these fan casts um, and see what you know whose fan casts you guys prefer. So, uh, yeah. And if you, and if you don't pick mine, you're a hater. Yeah. But 
Wes won't know because he'll be gone at camp, so. <laughs> I will be able to check once a week, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, these are what these will be one day pulls. Um, but we'll get them actually probably out here out uh, to the world next week. Well, actually, you'll be yeah, you're leaving the second. You said June second. So when you got to be there, I hope. Yeah. So. Hope. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, we'll get these out there. I'll let you know how how the results go. Cool beans. Cool right. beans. Those were our fan casts of all those movies. Man, uh, I let me repeat. I don't want How to Train Your Dragon to be remade, but Olivia Holt, Nasher Angel, I, I could be for it. <laughs> let me repeat that I stand by all my decisions that Perry just Do you actually want a How to Train Your Dragon remake? No, I mean, it's fine the way it is. Like, I actually want... A Treasure Planet remake. I think a Little Mermaid, like the musical, though it's already happened. Well, also, sort of. I think I don't know about you, but like I feel a little differently about remaking, like making a live action remake of a two D animated movie rather than a th- than like a three D animated movie, like How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a little different. Well, I mean, theoretically, they still could make another live action Lion King, and just this time using real lions. Real lions. And now you've got three. Now you've got the tra- the whole transition. The whole tri- the bang, trinity, the trinity of Lion Kings, <laughs> we three kings, um, yeah. So yeah, I think Treasure Planet is one that that could go for a remake. But out of the rest of these, I don't know. Emperor's New Groove might be funny. Princess and the Frog, you could probably do something with. But like, you want to do movies that you can really add to the canon. We've talked about this a lot. Some of these, there's just not that much to do. Tarzan, like, I don't know if you need that. Because they've already, you know, it's already been made. Any any other company could go and make a Tarzan remake because it's public domain at this point. So, mm. yeah. But out of all these, Treasure Planet would be the one. Treasure Planet. That'd be four. And I'd love to see Enzo Elgort, Emily Blunt, Alec tu- Alan Tudyk leading the way. So. And we'll see what our audience thinks. And I want my comedy. You want your, your Tommy Holland. I want your my Tom Holland, Adam me, Sandler. Give me Tom Holland. I want my Tommy Holland back. I'm um, said that Wes Wes Richardson. No. <laughs> uh, sweet guys. Well, that is all from us today and for a while. So, yeah. Um, it's not goodbye. It's a see you later. Uh, we'll probably have more more of a talk to you later. Talk to you later. We'll have. I'll probably have a couple cool episodes. Um, you know, in the in the early stages of planning out for maybe one in June and one in July, maybe. Um, and just to keep fresh a little bit with you guys and then we'll be back in August uh, with some fun stuff hopefully give us ideas uh, it'll be great it'll be great follow us on the socials smash the subscribe and the follows we're, we're almost to I think we're pretty close to like 100 subscribers on both the, the big two platforms both Spotify and uh, Apple Pods we're, we're creeping close to 100 on each of those so give us smash the uh smash the follows and the subscribe buttons get us even closer and uh so you don't miss any of our any of our content coming up or you don't miss the day that we slide right back into your new uh new episodes section of those apps (laughs) anyway all right fam ladies and gentlemen during this hiatus make sure that you stay hungry And you most definitely need to stay humble. And above all, above all, 
Stay hydrated. Make sure that pee is clear.